Welcome to the ROTC Scholarship Podcast, hosted by former Army ROTC Professor of Military Science, Lieutenant Colonel Retired Rob Kirkland. In these episodes, we explore how to best prepare yourself to obtain one of these valuable scholarships for those applicants who wish to attend a college or university and become officers in the military. The application process can be complex and confusing. This podcast works to make it more understandable. And now, the ROTC Scholarship Podcast. Hi, everybody, and uh, welcome to the uh, podcast here today. Uh, the purpose of today's uh, podcast is to talk about uh, ROTC uh, school-specific uh, incentives. And this is beyond uh, the scholarship award that you're normally given for ROTC, whether that be uh, a you know full uh, scholarship to their public or private college or a partial uh, scholarship. Uh, but this has to do with uh, incentives that schools will give you above and beyond the uh, tuition uh, scholarship uh, that ROTC uh, gives you. And so uh, today I just want to kind of talk about those because that can uh, mean the difference uh, over four years of up to 70, 80, over $100,000 uh, to you if you are willing, or rather you're also your uh, son or daughter uh, is willing to uh, consider other schools, consider schools that give these types of incentives. I know when I advise uh, clients, uh, I try to steer them or to at least consider schools that provide these types of incentives. And the incentives I'm talking about are room and board match to the scholarship, uh, meaning that a meal plan and room plan is given uh, as complementary by the university if you're on uh, a scholarship. Uh, also such things as first year tuition payments. If you are on say a three-year uh, Army ROTC scholarship, there are some colleges and universities who will actually pay your first year uh, tuition. And then uh, for things like, uh, like say, Type 7 Air Force scholarships that pay in-state tuition, there are many uh, schools, uh, state schools, that actually consider you an in-state student uh, if you are out of state. So those are kind of uh, some of the incentives that I'm going to talk to you about today and sort of the rationale uh, behind some of those. Uh, so, so before we get started, uh, I have uh, a spreadsheet uh, and also a document that uh, kind of gives these incentives for all the services. And uh, if you uh, go ahead and uh, provide a comment or a, uh, a rating on uh, the service that you're listening to this on, whether it be Apple Podcast or Stitcher or uh, whatever service you're uh, looking at, Spotify, uh, leave a uh, leave a uh, a rating and a and a, a commentary, and then give me a screenshot and send it to info at rotcconsulting.com, and I'll uh, send you uh, along with your email, of course, and send and I'll send you uh, my uh, spreadsheet and document that shows you the incentives uh, that uh, many of these universities uh, will provide uh, folks that uh, win an a ROTC scholarship. So with that. Um, let me just first talk about uh, incentives regarding room and board. And this is kind of the uh, number one uh, consideration, I think, for uh, people uh, looking at an ROTC scholarship. Most of these uh, ones you'll find at private 
colleges or universities and not and not generally not public colleges or universities. There's only a, only a couple that actually provide the room and board if you go into a public college or university. And so the rationale behind it is as follows. When I was at uh, Claremont McKenna College back uh, in 2008, uh, I negotiated a room and board incentive with uh, Cal Baptist or California Baptist University, which is one of my partnership schools uh, when I was at Claremont McKenna. And so you might say, well, what's the incentive for a school such as uh, Claremont McKenna, which does provide the room and board, or Cal Baptist to kind of give such a generous uh, yearly uh, stipend to students uh, who are doing ROTC? It's you know sixteen, seventeen thousand dollars a year it can uh, be uh, to you know to give one of these things to students. Well, uh, there's a, a financial rationale for these you know, where it makes sense for these these private schools uh, to give uh, this uh, type of incentive to ROTC cadets. So, uh, you know, traditionally, let's just say uh, a college or university, the sticker price or the price that somebody would, if they were paying the full price going to a college or university, would be, say, $50,000 a year. Uh, most students, as you know, don't pay the $50,000 a year. They would pay, say, 35000 and get $15,000 worth of scholarships, grants from the university that would reduce their tuition down to uh, a more manageable figure uh, so that they could uh, uh, pay for their tuition. So uh, the ROTC scholarship uh, pays for the full tuition. So that would be all Navy ROTC scholarships, all Army ROTC scholarships, and type one Air Force scholarships pay the full tuition at these private schools. And so what they do is these college universities say, well, we normally would have given that this person a discount, say, to $35,000 a year. However, uh, since Army ROTC or Air Force ROTC or Navy is paying $50,000, because we support ROTC uh, on our campus uh, as, and we want to see ROTC succeed, uh, and we want to create an environment where there's uh, cadets are incentivized to come to our school. We'll go ahead and provide that uh, that as a rebate to ROTC students. So they give that. So instead of that fifteen thousand dollars that would have gone to a grant, the fifteen thousand dollars goes to a room and board grant to uh, the cadet. And so for for example, when I when I was at Claremont McKenna, we had uh, you know cadets on a full scholarship where. I was paying fifty to sixty thousand dollars tuition. The uh, cadet got a four hundred twenty-five dollars stipend a month, or for the months that they were participating in ROTC during the year. Twelve hundred dollars for books, and were given uh, room and board by Claremont McKenna. Same thing was with Cal Baptist and another school in my area, which was Azusa Pacific University. So, I mean, it's a wonderful deal uh, for for a student to kind of look at these schools and take a look at them and see uh, kind of how they provide these kind of incentives. And there's a list uh, of schools that uh, I can, uh, that I have that I could send to you that kind of have these uh, kind of uh, list of these schools that have these incentives. And so the savings can be significant. I mean, over four years, uh, that uh, scholarship can be worth uh, $70,000, $80,000 over four years. And so it is something that you need to seriously consider uh, when you're looking at these colleges and universities, uh, you know, it, 
from the sense of you know just being able to save you save you and your family money out of pocket uh, regarding uh, you know uh, which school you decide to go to. Uh, so that's the room and board uh, piece of that, and it's it's probably the most lucrative uh, incentive that many many of these colleges uh, give to uh, ROTC cadets. I'd say the second uh, one, uh, and I'm going to just this will this is sort of limited to uh, Army ROTC, is that half of Army ROTC scholarships are four year scholarships, and half are what are known as three year advanced designee scholarships, meaning that they that the first year of the of it you have to pay for the tuition and then the scholarship kicks in uh after the first year and so that leaves uh the family with the responsibility of uh of paying obviously tuition uh for these schools for the first year and so there are schools out there that have incentivized uh, rotc uh, so much in one rotc on campus that they are willing to provide that first year uh, tuition uh, to students. Uh, so you can get a situation even where uh, a really, really select schools will actually provide you uh, the tuition for the first year on a three-year advanced designee army scholarship and provide you room and board for the first year and for the remaining years of the scholarship. So there's only a few schools like that, but you can imagine getting a three-year scholarship and having all four years paid for and room and board uh, for all four years. So uh, it's worth it to check out these schools that, particularly an army, well, specifically an army scholarship that will provide that first year uh, tuition uh, because half of your scholarships at uh, for Army ROTC are going to be those three-year scholarships, and you know uh, having those kind of uh, incentives. Uh, that will allow even the first year to be picked up uh, is, uh, you know, obviously a fantastic uh, situation. And those, again, are, in my experience, almost all private schools. So public schools generally not pick up your first year tuition. Uh, so um, so what I'd say next is let's go ahead and shift uh, gears to uh, the uh, in-state tuition for out-of-state students. So this is specifically in regards to Air Force ROTC. So Army ROTC and Navy ROTC will pay the full tuition uh, at any pri public or private college in the country. So there's once a scholarship kicks in for both Army and, and Navy, you don't have any deficit in regards to tuition. So uh, unless the school does room and board, you got to pick up the room and board. Uh, but tuition is paid for. However, the Air Force is uh, different in this regard. Air Force has three tiers of scholarships, tier uh, type one, type two, and type seven. The type one uh, is like the Army and Air Force scholarship where it pays the full tuition over four, over four years. However, that's only about seven to 10% of the scholarships are those type, the, the uh, type one. Then there's a type two scholarship, which, which is $18,000 a year for four years. And then the type seven scholarship, which is in-state tuition for four years, or eight, or it can be converted to a three-year, $18,000 a year scholarship for the paying for the last three years. So what I want to do is I want to concentrate on the type seven scholarship and why it's so important if you're out-of-state student to get in-state rates. 
So let's just say you're a uh, New York resident. So if you get a type seven scholarship in New York and you're a New York resident, the Air Force ROTC type seven will pick up the four year scholarship for a state school, such as University of Buffalo, University at Albany, University at Stony Brook, uh, any of those type of state schools, uh, they'll pick up the four years. But what if you want to go out of state? You know, you're looking at out of state rates and the scholarship would then, if you have a, if you go to a school out of state and pay out of state rates, you would have to convert that scholarship to a three year, $18,000 a year scholarship. And uh, as many of the, you listeners know, uh, some, you know, that a out of state state school uh, generally costs about the same as a private school, which meaning that the $18,000 a year wouldn't come close to covering uh, the full tuition that you'd get at, uh, at the college or university that you want to go to. However, there are a number of states and a number of schools within those states that provide in-state tuition for out-of-state students if you sign a scholarship. So, for example, the state of Texas, all uh, out-of-state students that sign a, a, uh, a four-year uh, Air Force ROTC Type 7 scholarship get in-state tuition. So that means that if you're from New York and you go to UT Austin or Texas A&M and you, and you come onto campus on a, on a Type 7, four-year scholarship that you will be considered an in-state student, and then that will pay the full tuition uh, at as if you were a Texas state resident. So really good deal. That's kind of, that's, uh, you know, you definitely, if you're, if you're, if you get a type seven, you should very much consider, you know, which uh, schools do provide that in-state tuition for out-of-state out of students. And there's a list uh, that I can provide you, um, you know, if you're interested and in, uh, as I mentioned earlier. So, so yeah, so that's that's uh, really kind of a, a, a I think a big incentives. And keep in mind with Air Force is it's different than Army and Navy. Army and Navy, you have to designate your schools, and then the once you designate the schools, they give you the scholarship based on the schools. So you list for for example for Army, you you list normally your top seven schools, and you're given an offer to say your top three schools. For Navy, you have to designate your top school, and generally you're given the offer only to that, that top school that you list. For Air Force, the Air Force gives you the scholarship, and then you find the school uh, that you know that it offers Air Force ROTC or has a partnership or affiliate agreement with ROTC with Air Force ROTC. So that means, you know, as soon as you get offered that Air Force scholarship, you can start inquiring with colleges and universities to see, you know, which ones offer in-state tuition for out-of-state students. But also, you know, and this includes, of course, the three-year the three-year Army scholarships. Is you you can start inquiring uh, with uh, the financial aid departments of these schools, which ones will uh, give you more support for the first year, or, or for if you are on an Army three-year or you know, would help bridge that gap uh, between, say, $18,000 and and the tuition at these uh, colleges uh, and universities. So you'll find that uh, if you just ask the financial aid department, they may have uh, a deal for, uh, you know, for ROTC cadets on campus that may then help you bridge that gap or provide, say, a scholarship 
or something like that. But it's worth inquiring with the colleges and universities that you're interested in to see if they're willing to help you uh, pay for that tuition, even though the scholarship may not uh, provide uh, that full tuition. So the key thing, I think, with both the the, uh, room and board scholarship that you get from certain colleges and universities that bridge for the first year tuition for a three-year army scholarship, in-state tuition for out-of-state students, uh, as well as uh, incentives that uh, various financial aid offices give to to ROTC students is uh, very, very important to understand, very, very important to research, and at least in my opinion, should drive uh, to a degree uh, the choice of school set that uh, a student picks for ROTC. Uh, you know, to me, uh, and of course, this is in hindsight, and this is uh, that many uh, colleges and universities can uh, provide a, a high quality education, one that uh, will, uh, you know, benefit you uh, for your life. Uh, I don't think uh, ROTC would have uh, their. Uh, their programs on campus, they didn't believe in the educational programs that these schools were providing. So uh, what I see with a lot of candidates that I work with or that I've uh, come and interact with is there seems to be a fixate, at least in my mind, a fixation uh, that they have with certain colleges that they don't go to this particular college or that particular college. uh, They're they're and they don't even want to think about other colleges. So they're, they're, they get, they get fixated on these certain colleges and universities. And oftentimes they're the, these fixations that they have with these colleges and universities are ones where they don't provide any incentives. So I try to talk to the students, uh, the parents, uh, to try to uh, convince uh, them to switch over and, or to at least expand uh, their, their thought process in order to be able to bring in uh, these colleges that provide incentives. So, uh, I sometimes I change people's minds, sometimes I don't. But again, I think you're forfeiting uh, a great deal of money if you decide to not uh, at least consider uh, and 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 of course execute on, on going to a college or university that provides these incentives. And then I would say the final thing is, you know, you get a lot of questions from from uh, you know from when I look at these discussion boards about ROTC and also from uh, clients that I deal with uh, is regarding, well, what's ROTC like on this, on, on this campus? What is, is it, it, it you know, do, does the, do the students and the faculty and the staff support ROTC on, on this campus? And would this be a good uh, place for my son or daughter to go to, to go to college at? So the first, you know, thing that I tell them, of course, is that, you know, you, you first of all need to go to a college and university that, that fits your goals or the students' goals in, in their life and where they'll be most comfortable at. Because you only do ROTC, you know, six to eight hours a week and the rest of the time you're a student. So it's first and most important to be uh, at a college university that you're comfortable with. But as far as, you know, d- determining whether ROTC is supported on campus or not and whether or not being you'll be comfortable being, being an ROTC cadet, having a college university provides that room and board match is, I think, one of the strongest indicators that I could think of, of support that the faculty and staff have for ROTC. After all, the college and university is putting its money where its mouth is. It's deciding to forego $15,000, $16,000 of of 
of tuition income that they would have gotten from ROTC cadets uh, and instead refunding it to them for room and board. So that is a vote of confidence, I think, in, in that in that college university in supporting ROTC. And I think you can be pretty assured that if you know if you get one of those colleges that provide that kind of support, uh, that they will uh, pr- be providing a very nurturing environment uh, for ROTC on the campus. So, uh, so that's really uh, what I wanted to kind of talk to you about today: is the importance of these incentives, the importance of, of considering schools room and board match, with you know covering the first year tuition, with providing in-state tuition for out-of-state students, for particularly for uh, Type Seven uh, Air Force ROTC scholarship winners. And, you know, just taking advantage of those things. So the, so that being the goal of being the least out of pocket for you uh, as a family uh, so that uh, so that you're not dealing with any bills, you're not dealing with any student loans. Uh, and so that's the goal. I mean, you want to serve your country, do it uh, at institutions that provide the greatest amount of support and one where uh, where you can go on out debt free as you uh, begin your service as an officer in the uh, military. So hopefully that was helpful to you. And, and you know, please uh, give me a rating uh, if you're, um, you know, if you're interested in, um, you know, in kind of what I'm uh, talking about here today. And, uh, you know, and I'll send you that kind of information uh, that will, uh, you know, that uh, you can uh, start that can start your process moving forward with these uh, with this research. So hope you guys have a, a good day and I'll see you next time on ROTC Scholarship Consulting. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the ROTC Scholarship Podcast. If you like what we're doing, please leave a quick review. If you have any questions or want more information about ROTC or our consulting services, please visit our website at rotcconsulting.com. Take care, and we'll see you next time.